0: Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 72. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. For more information, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. This episode of Startup BizCast is sponsored by Go to My PC. If you're traveling for business or if you're telecommuting, what do you do? You load documents on a thumb drive or you email them to yourself. There's an easier way, though. GoToMyPC allows you to see your computer desktop from any other computer in the world. Anything you can do on your work computer, you can do from a remote computer. Listeners of Startup BizCast can get a free 30-day trial by going to gotomypc.com slash techpodcasts. You can find that link in the show notes for this episode. Now, this is going to be a brief episode, but I did have a topic I wanted to talk about this week. A few weeks ago, I was one of the presenters for a pair of webinars. The topic was small business marketing. I talked a bit about search engine optimization, a bit about news release marketing, and a bit about using social media to improve your search rankings. One of the topics I hit on was blogging for your business. Now, since I did those webinars, I've received several emails from participants, and they were asking very similar questions. I figured those questions must be somewhat universal as a result, so I thought I'd hit on them here and start up BizCast. Now, first off, let's talk about why business blogging is a good idea. Search engines like Google and Yahoo look at links to your website sort of like votes. The more votes you have, the higher you'll rank. They also look at the relevance of those links. If you have a plumbing supply website, 200 links from other sites that relate to plumbing are more valuable than, say, 200 links from video game websites. Blogging plays into this because it creates new content on your site that is linkable. People read articles you've posted on your blog and they link to them from their own blogs or their own websites. That's the idea. Now even if you don't build any links with your blog, it's also valuable for your site search engine rankings. The reason for that is that you write blog posts that are relevant to your website and you're building the amount of text on your website that can be indexed by the search engines, and you're reinforcing the keywords that you're targeting for your site. Still another reason for blogging on your website is to give people a reason just to come back. There's new content for them to come back to read. Now that we've talked about why you'd want a business blog, let's talk about how you do it. One thing I always preach is that you have a business blog on your website. This means the address for the blog should be yoursite.com forward slash blog or forward slash something. This means you should not be using Blogger or other blogging services like it. The reason for this is that you want to maximize the effect your blog can have on the rest of your site. If you start a blog on Blogger your web address for your blog will be yoursite.blogger.com so all the links you build up and all the keywords you add to your site go only to that page on Blogger. However, if the blog's part of your site, then those links and keywords not only benefit the blog page, but also the rest of your website. I always recommend using WordPress, which is blogging software. It's very feature-rich, and it's open source, which means it doesn't cost a thing. It's free. Now, don't be confused with a site like WordPress.com. That's a blogging site like Blogger, which uses the WordPress blogging software. What you want is to get the software and have it installed on your website. For more information on the WordPress blogging software, go to WordPress.com org. That's .org. There are a few different ways to get started with WordPress or other blogging software. The first is to figure out how to install it yourself. It's relatively easy if you're somewhat technically inclined. Another way is to use a web host like GoDaddy. Now they install it for you. Another way is to pay someone to do it for you. This is the easiest of the three options but of course it costs money. This is one of the services that I offer by the way. I should probably mention that. I I just learned recently there is a way to start a blog on Blogger and have it appear on your own website. When you update your blog, you go to Blogger, you type a post in, and that appears on your website in the same template you use on Blogger. I look into it a little bit. It's not an easy thing to do, but if you've already got a Blogger blog and want to port it over to your website, it's something worth investigating. If you have a blog on a site like Blogger and you simply have no way to get it over to your site or to get someone to build you a blog on your own site, it's still worth doing. However, one thing to do is to make sure you have a very prominent link on your blog that goes to your main business website. This way, if potential customers find your blog, they'll know how to get to the rest of your site. Now let's talk about what to do once your blog is set up and ready to go. I recommend posting a new item on your blog about once a week. That seems to be the sweet spot for new items, both in terms of search engines and actual web visitors. So what do you post? There are a lot of possibilities. A previous guest on this show recommended a formula for blog content that was great advice. I modified it somewhat. We'll call it 50-25-25. 50% of your posts should be industry news and other relevant news. If you're a plumber, this could mean posts about new tools or new techniques or things like that. The next 25% should be about your business. This means special prices, new locations, new tools, things like that. The final 25% should be about you this is personal stuff it can be as trivial as a hobby or a new grandson this is an opportunity for your potential customers to get to know you before they meet you and for your existing customers to get to know you better don't go overboard with this though absolutely no more than 25 percent or it starts to get ridiculous another note about what to put on your blog these blog posts that you're writing do not have to be war and peace a blog post can be as simple as a link to an article and a paragraph commenting on why it's interesting Even if you're writing more of an original article, blog posts really don't need to be more than a few paragraphs. If you look at my business blog, it's at endgamepr.com forward slash blog. You'll see that really the only really special posts are longer than that. Finally, let's talk about how to promote your blog. First thing I recommend is giving a listen to Startup BizCast episode 51. In that episode, I talked about blogger relations campaigns. A lot of people will market their blogs to other bloggers, hoping that the other blogger will write a post and link to them. This is a great way to get exposure. It's somewhat time-consuming, though, and there's more in episode 51 about that. There are a few simple things you can do, though, to let people know that you have a blog. The first is really, really simple. Make sure there's a link to your blog in your email signature. Everyone uses email these days, and there's some wasted opportunities for advertising there. Your email signature should list your name, your business name, your phone number, your web address, and your blog address. Another thing, if you have a physical retail location, make sure there's signage somewhere that tells your customers that you have a blog. It can be something as simple as a small sign at your register. Finally, if you work closely with vendors, they may be willing to link to you. That way, you get credit for the link from the search engines, and some traffic may come your way as well. That's our episode for this week. If this episode is anything like the webinars I did from a few weeks ago, it'll probably bring up some confusion or questions. Please feel free to send those questions to me. The best way is to leave a voicemail that I can use in a future episode. That way I don't have to paraphrase your question. To leave a voicemail for me, call 206-350-7905. That's 206 206- And if for whatever reason you can't leave me a voicemail, you can also email info at startupbizcast.com or you can leave a comment on the Startup BizCast blog. That's a wrap for Episode 72 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen.